Show Podcast, a daily show where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures. Uh, day number, let's see, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, day three of uh, foot recovery after the infamous chainsaw incident here at the Eric Zane Show Podcast household. Uh, I'm a busy boy, as always, as we uh, inch our way through the week. Today is kind of interesting because college basketball is getting ready to start, I guess. I don't know. Only reason why I know is because one of the local colleges reached out to me and said, Hey, uh, we're, we're kicking off the college basketball season. And uh, we do like a little midnight madness thing. And that is where I, I guess what you do is late at night, you get as many people as possible into the local gym and you say, Hey, let's lose our minds. It's time to get ready for college basketball. And then at like midnight, you play basketball. I think all I know is that they're paying me money. Uh, the fantastic Catholic college Aquinas Aquinas college reached out the Aquinas saints and they said, uh, look, will you, you know, uh, uh, host? I go, yeah, of course. They agreed to the fee. Well, actually, I take that back. I said, it, does this have money involved? Can I can I make a few? They go, yeah, sure. So they give you like 150 bucks for like an hour of your time. I go, well, I can't beat that. I mean, that's, that's right up there with what I make for PA, for God's sake. I go, that sounds good. What do I do? Just go in and say, how you doing? Let's go saints and leave. They go, oh no, 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 no. You got a full list of shit to do. So I committed to it. All right. See, uh, uh, Maureen says Michigan state had their midnight madness last Friday night. She was probably there with her pom pom cheering. Oh no, no. You got a bunch of things you got to do. Eric Zane, 11 PM. By the way, this is typically I'm in bed by 8.20. No lie. So I got to limp my ass over there. And, uh, okay, so that this is way out of my comfort zone. You got Thursday today doing this shit. And then hockey on Friday night, uh, hockey on Saturday night with an auction. And we need to retell the story of the hockey auction in just a minute. So that's going to be awesome. But anyway, so they're like, oh, yeah, you got to like uh, do a two minute intro to start. I'm like, looking, there's like a whole rundown. Then I got to introduce the band, the drum line at 1109, the three point contest, 1119, the cheer team performance, 1122, the relay race, 1127, the dance team performance, 1130, we play musical chairs. Okay. 1136, 10 questions. So it's all sorts of this stuff. And I'm like, okay, yeah, all right. They got it broken down. I'll do it. Uh, All right. Every hockey season for the Grand Rapids Griffins, your old pal Eric Zane, for now, I think this is 17 years I've been doing this, 17 or 18 years. I've been the PA announcer for this team. And, uh, Here we go. Friday is another opening night. So I'm stoked about that. That'll be great. And then Saturday as well. 
Uh, there's another hockey game. And then there's uh, an auction afterwards. So when I say auction, what it is is the players take the jerseys off and then they autograph them. And then we auction off the bad-smelling jerseys right there. I'm on the ice. These fans, I'm not kidding you. They they all must be millionaires because the amount of money that they spend for these jerseys, I'm like, my God, unless you're taking those jerseys and um, uh, 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 selling them for five times the amount, what are you? And I, and I know they're not. We're talking about players who are on the fringe of barely even making it in minor league hockey. So I am, uh, I'm always floored by the amount of money that these people spend thousands of dollars on a hockey jersey. But uh, this, is, this was so weird. It was years ago. I'm sitting there saying, all right, wait. Now, I, I don't have a cadence like a typical, uh, you know how like you hear an auctioneer when they talk really fast? I, I, I don't do any of that shit. I just talk as fast as I can say 200, 250, 300. Sold for $400. Well, okay, there's a uh, battle going on between these two people bidding for this one particular jersey. And I'm like, oh, yeah, this, okay, 500 Oh, boy, this guy's got 550 Oh, dude in the blue, he's got 600 Oh, dude in the back, 650 And this goes on and on and on. And some of you know this story, but it doesn't matter. This is great. This is so fucking awesome. Um. And I'm like, yeah, okay, uh, the guy in the back sold for $1,000 to that guy in the back. Come on up and get your jersey. And this dude gets up, never forget it, white hair, uh, a, a very short white hair, comes walking to the front, big burly dude, comes up, stoked about the jersey, and then comes walking up, looks me in the face, points at me and says, I'm a girl. And I'm like, What? You are? And I've got this right in front of all these people. There's like 300 people and they're all like, oh, shit. (laughs) I'm a girl. And I'm like, yes, indeed. Right. Yeah. Go get your jersey. Thanks for being here. Oh, fuck. Now, let me just say this. If you are, um, you know, if there's a gender thing. I think that people um, who, let's just say for the sake of this discussion, that um, this person who is a lady, but especially from way far away, looks like a dude. All right. And let's just say also for this argument, this is a chick who uh, is like a full on uh, lesbian. All right. And you have to think that at some point uh, people are going to mistake you for a dude. It's had to have happened in the past. So if you're going to be uh, being called upon for an auction, you should get like near the front. I mean, if she were in the front, I would have I would have been able to see that this was, in fact, a female. Barely, but a female. Uh, and I would not. You can't put me into that position where I, you know, I, I have to look from way across the room to decide what am I seeing, but this looked like a dude to me. Oh, fuck. I wish I would have had the nerve. No, I don't. But can you imagine if I said, well, I'm sorry that I, I call it like I see it. You look like a dude to me. Oh my God. K 
can't drop the E. Addy U says, this is precisely why we shouldn't care what pronouns people have. It leads to hilarity. You're absolutely right. I love the world that we live in. I love that everything is all mixed up. That there's, um, you know, people in this, in this uh, world who are like, yeah, he, she, they, them. I have a person in my life right now. All right. A person in my life. Um, not a direct family member. Uh, yet, you never know, um, who for a period of time was like, I need to be known as they, them. I haven't talked about this. And then, um, but now this person says, no, no, no. I want to be known as he, him. So I, I'm getting a, a changing, a changing environment here. And I'm like, oh, okay. And then uh, occasionally I'll mess up and say the wrong thing. And I'm like, oh God. And it's just, it's, it's great. It's absolutely awesome. Oh shit. So it's auction time Saturday night. They got it down though on the, at the hockey team because, um, uh, there was a period of time when the game would end and, um, I would have to auction off like 35 jerseys. And so this is a huge undertaking, a huge amount of time that this would be. And I would just be exhausted from taking an hour and a half of me like ah, 100, 150. Two. Now they do them all online except for like five. And it takes, you know, 10 minutes. I'm just so uh, thankful for that. Holy crap. All right. We are off and running on, uh, on this edition of the Eric Zane Show podcast. Now, um, so yeah, a busy day today doing the whole basketball thing. Uh, but all right, you know, I mean, uh, that's, uh, I'll, I'll be limping around. Uh, pain is still a thing with the foot after the chainsaw incident on Monday, but it is slowly getting better. Uh, no infection. So we're all good. Alex Jones. Hey, anybody got $965 million that they could loan me. Okay. Um, now, I don't know. I um, if I had uh, if we had like a um a history of people who have been um, who who've lost huge amounts of money legally like this, where they actually paid it back, I would think Jones would be concerned. But we need to look no further than like um O.J. Simpson. O.J. hasn't paid. Uh, any money to anyone. OJ Simpson, he lost uh, a verdict many, many years ago um, entitling the Goldman family to countless millions. And I never forget because um, the dad, uh, Fred Goldman, with his stupid mustache, uh, came walking out of the courthouse. He's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, we did it. And that guy hasn't seen shit. And the juice. You know, he ends up going to jail for something else, gets out from that, and now all he does is spends money. So I don't know how big of a deal this is. Um, I think that if you're Alex Jones and if um, $965 million is levied against you, what you do is you know that you don't pay any of that, and then you use that as an opportunity to convince all the people that watch your show to pay you money. So he's probably going to make a hundred million dollars, uh, net 
after this is all said and done. So, you know, I don't, um, I don't see anything coming out of this, frankly. Uh, Connecticut had a recent trend of judges award ridiculously high settlements that are not being paid, says Eric. They're getting appealed and then thrown out for being too outrageous. Uh, Joey Williamson says, do we know if Gawker ever paid Hulk Hogan? I don't know. I know Gawker went under because of that, but um, that's always interesting. You hear about these mega um, amounts and then whatever happens, you know? I mean, you ever get the rest of the story because now what's going to happen is everybody's going to have their like pound of flesh. Oh, Alex Jones. Oh my God. And then, you know, we, we won't ever really hear if anything more ever came of this, but, um, uh, as it stands, Alex Jones, uh, was on his show, uh, talking and, um, made a kind of a big deal about it and uh, was, was basically live streaming the thing as it was, as it unfolded, as those awards were announced and, uh, uh, laughing in the face of, uh, of, of the judge and, uh, and all the people that were, um, saying, all right, this is the end for Alex Jones. He's going to go belly up audio check, video check. Uh, let's get into this a little bit a billion dollars to be distributed among the 15 plaintiffs in that case. And after that verdict was read here at Waterbury Superior Court, we first heard from Norm Pattis, who has been representing Jones in this trial. He says he has never seen a trial like this before of the more than 200 he's been a part of. He says they did not expect this verdict, nor the monetary value in it. He says that they are looking forward to appealing this decision. And he's ended uh, by offering his condolences to the family. We then heard from family members themselves of those killed in the 2012 massacre. We heard from the daughter of Principal Dawn Hotsprung, who says that this won't be the end of Jones in her life because the conspiracy theories and the hate will continue. That's the thing that actually does fucking make me sick. Um, that there are people on the planet who think that these people are evil. And all they did was, you know, have to get the news that their kids and their loved ones were slaughtered. Um, Jones, whatever, that's despicable how he, how that all unfolded. Um, but he at least has said, yeah, I, I 100% believe that there was a massacre and these people are all victims. So you would think that the people that follow Alex Jones would be like, yeah, all right, let's uh, move on to something else. But they're still like harassing these people. She says she hopes this will save other families from the cycle of abuse that they have gone through. We also heard from Bill Sherlock, who lost his wife, Mary, in the shooting. He said he knew the verdict would make a statement and says that this show's actions have consequences. Robbie Parker also spoke today, who lost his six-year-old daughter, Emily. The father said this gave him the strength to get his voice back. He said everyone in the courtroom told the truth except for Alex Jones. Now, here's what the father said outside the courthouse. All I can really say is that I'm just proud that what we were able to accomplish was just to simply tell the truth. And it shouldn't be this hard today. Okay. That guy lost a kid. All right. And the anguish that that guy has felt since this incident happened, it should just be your kid dies and you bury the kid and then you try to make it through the rest of your life. He shouldn't have to deal with any of this shit. This, this is what upsets me about Jones. 
that he tried to convince people of all this bullshit. It, it, it bothers me to no end that that was the content that you choose to do. Um, it, it makes me sick, frankly. A jury representing our community and our nation rendered a historic verdict. Don't get me wrong. I wish Jones would have to pay all of that money. I wish. But he won't have to pay a dime. I can promise you. A verdict against Alex Jones's lies and their poisonous spread. And a verdict for truth and for our common humanity. And we also heard from the attorneys of the Sandy Hook families, as you just heard there, who say that this is a historic verdict, that verdict that holds Jones accountable. They say if this shuts down Alex Jones, that's a good thing. They will now go through the proceedings for the punitive damages, which will be on top of the ones announced today. Overall, they say that this is a restorative moment for these families. Live in Waterbury, Tony Black, Fox 61 News. Oh, my God. Ah, shut up. Stop it. Um, according to, uh, Eric Gawker ended up paying 31 million instead of the $115 million in that case. Um, <laughs> Jones then took it to the air and, uh, he, he did like a whole fundraiser on the thing on a show. If we don't get to a billion, I'm not going to be happy. Alex said. On yesterday's show. So he's fundraising. Um, He then directed viewers to a site where they could make donations to save InfoWars. Your your pennies. Your pennies counter their millions, Jones said. Uh, Jones has called the trial a political hit job and said he was actually proud to be under this level of attack. Jones continued to laugh as the verdict was read, mocking families. Oh. For trying to get blood from a stone. I'm broke. I don't have anybody. Jones tried to delay the Connecticut trial and two other defamation trials by claiming bankruptcy, but the move failed and the trials continued. Forensic accountants have estimated Jones' net worth uh, is around $270 million. He's uh, already been ordered to pay nearly $50 million to one family following a defamation suit in Texas. He's called the verdicts a joke and promised to stand up to this travesty and tie families in court for years for attempting to collect the award. Jones has used the trial to raise money frequently as it's progressed. He used clips to sell books, supplements, and commemorative coins. I want to meet someone who buys the Alex Jones Uh, Jones commemorative coins in one instance he created an ad for a cryptocurrency donation paid page that goes directly to his personal account using clips of his own heated testimony oh my god he has another defamation damages trial in Texas scheduled for December um yeah who are these fucking morons that uh Oh man, I gotta, I gotta sign up for the Alex Jones cryptocurrency. I gotta, I gotta support Alex. Fuck. I feel bad convincing you people to buy a fucking t-shirt. This motherfucker is making you buy coins and cryptocurrency so that he can uh, save himself after he, uh, he makes people who, uh, whose kids were murdered in cold blood sad. What the fuck is going on here? God damn, that's sick. Holy shit. Well, all right. 
I don't, um, I don't get how he looks in the fucking mirror. I, I, I really don't. You know, I mean, I mean, on a, on a, on any given day, I'll like scream at Kenny here for uh, tipping off uh, the ending of one of my stories and call him a nasty name. And then, like five minutes later, I'm, I'm fucking. I feel guilty as shit that I yelled at him. And then the show ends. I call him up. Hey, man, I'm sorry I yelled at you. All right, it's okay, man. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. I'll get over it. I don't. I don't get it. I don't understand how someone can function that way. I mean, how how defective do you have to be to be able to pull off shit like that? And then, yeah, well, that's that's it. You know, because it was a period of time when he was uh, perpetuating this lie about yeah, the whole thing with Connecticut was a hoax and these are uh, uh, crisis actors and all and actresses and all that shit and the kids never really died. And then, you know, he had to go to bed at night. How do you, how do you fucking sleep, you know? I don't know. All right. Ben and Eric Patreon podcast happens tomorrow, actually. It's a Friday and it's ridiculous time, 3 p.m. I know, but... That's the only way we're going to be able to get this done because I've got a hockey on uh, Friday night, like I indicated. So uh, Ben and Eric Patreon podcast goes on Friday, 3 p.m. All right. So for the audience members that are on uh, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube, I'm going to kick you to the curb. If you could sign up on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Eric Zane live. Of course, it is free. And hit the follow button once you do that, twitch.tv slash Eric Zane live. Hit the follow button, and then you'll know when I go live, and then you won't have any interruption if you're the type that likes to get the show live each and every day. If not, no big deal. You can always get the audio podcast, which I post shortly after uh, when this show finishes on all of the usual spots online, wherever you download shows. All right, so kick you folks to the curve. Curb, curve, Jesus. To the curb, have a great day. Facebook and... um, Twitch brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. YouTube brought to you by Frank Fuss, My Policy Shop Insurance. Twitter brought to you by Blue Frost IT. As always, you can reach out to me anytime. Eric at EricZaneShow.com on the Shoreliners Striping Inbox. All right. Off and running on this edition of the Eric Zane Show podcast. Uh, how often over the years have we parked on a story about someone who goes through an entire pregnancy and does not realize that she is pregnant? This has happened many times. In fact, very famously here in uh, West Michigan, there was the time when I was on the radio when uh, the local couple had that happen and, uh, we had a fucking field day with that one. A lot of big time jokes. It was uh, then featured on like 2020 or something like that. And um, in it, they, while they're interviewing the couple, they played the clip of us making fun of them. And then it says, and why the backlash? And then there's me saying, oh my God, this fat hag or some shit like that. And, uh, oh fuck. If this, if that had happened, uh, like in, in the cancel times, we would have been fucking fired. Um, we were just laying it on so thick. It was a hell of a time. 
Uh, well, this has happened again. This couple, um, this this chick actually nearly died um, because she was feeling like shit. I think she's a teacher. She's like, oh, fuck, I don't know what the fuck is going on. She goes to the doctor, and the doctor's like, yeah, you're about to have a baby, like right now. Holy shit. Audio check, video check. Here you go. Surprise of a lifetime. An Omaha woman finds out the wife, an Omaha couple finds out the woman is pregnant, then she has the baby in just 48 hours. Well, doctors do an emergency C-section to save the mom and child. KETV Newswatch 7's Waverly Monroe shares their story and their life-saving message. 23-year-old Peyton Stove. All right, I'm already impressed. How the hell could this have happened? It's not like she's... I mean, she's a little chunky, but funky, no big deal. But uh, uh, it's not like she's, you know, fucking disgusting or anything. I thought she was just feeling the effects of her new job. I'm a first year teacher and I just thought it was normal to be tired all the time. Then her legs started swelling. Look at this dude. See this dude? That's a face of a guy who's not going to be around much longer. He's taken off. And after her mom pushed her to go to the doctor, Peyton heard the news she never expected. They ran the test again. There, she was like, "It's definitely po- like positive. We're gonna go do an ultrasound." She looked right at the screen. She was like, "You're definitely pregnant." But what? Peyton was not okay. Her family and boyfriend Travis Coasters rushed to her side. My- Travis is going to be rushing away from her side shortly. My kidneys weren't performing up to what they should and my liver wasn't working properly. Her situation grew dire and her doctors had to move fast. They said she needs to be admitted and then she had the baby that night. And they're like, mm, we're having it, you're having a baby in 15 minutes. This is what? cash. Come Even on. He wasn't expected. His parents say that he's the best blessing. All right, uh, news lady, uh, either that's a new fashion trend or she's ill, I don't know. The, the the baby has more hair than the fucking news lady. Peyton had an emergency C-section and Cash was born 10 weeks early at just four pounds. Yeah. Peyton knows now she had a life-threatening case of preeclampsia. That's mainly high blood pressure during pregnancy. I had severely high blood pressure, which is very scary. If I wouldn't have came in when I did, I probably wouldn't have made it through the weekend. Peyton stayed at Methodist Women's Hospital for a week. Look at her. She's walking around. No big deal. She's fine. Just a couple floors up from Cash. Coming down, look at him, make sure he's doing good, and then going back up. Both hoping for kids in the future, but settling into being new parents practically overnight. But now that I've actually held him, like fed him, everything like that, it's, it's surreal. Like, he's actually mine. Peyton now listening to her body. I don't really like going to the doctor. I kind of... Yeah, this guy. Typically, if you're very young, like these two are, and this guy looks like he's like 13, you know, um, there's a period of time that during the nine months from conception to birth, all right, there's a period of time, it might be a day, could be a minute, could be a week, where you're supposed to freak out, where you get scared and the the uncertainty of the unknown and you wonder what the fuck and it's, it's, it's ridiculous. And it's at this point that some guys just leave, all right? My mom's first husband did this exact thing. See you later. I'm going to get some milk. Never to be seen again. He has not had time 
to do that shit. So, oh my God, this, we might never hear from this dude ever again. He's he, there's a tendency. He might freak out. Try to let things resolve on its own. And now I've learned that you can't necessarily do that. Waverly Monroe, KETV Newswatch 7. No. Oh, what a story. Well, Cash's parents say he is gaining weight and doing well. There's no word yet on when they can bring him home. Another surprise, both Cash and his mom share the same birthday. Oh, Happy birthday. Yeah, all right. Birthday, right? Ha, ha, ha. Okay. Well, these people, the news people did not do their jobs <clears throat> because um, bald reporter needed to ask the question. What about you not having a period for several months? That should have been asked, recorded, and put on TV. Aren't you supposed to have a period every single month? Did you have that? No. Well, why didn't you think to go to the doctor? You know, a runner girl says, um, what the hell did she say? Oh, being a woman, I honestly don't understand how this is possible. Yeah, and that's that's exactly true. Uh, Kent dropped the E at a U, says not every woman has a regular period. Well, we still need to have that question asked. You're doing a better job of providing information than the reporter is. She needed to ask, aren't you on the rag every month? Does anybody even say that? Hey, man, you on the rag? <laughs> Jesus. Um, But that is it. But what about the, the whole business of, um, you know, you, you feel the child moving inside of you. You feel the baby kicking, you know? And then uh, don't women typically gain weight? I mean, the uh, child alone, if it, you know, whatever the weight of the child is, that's going to increase your weight. Plus, you're probably going to pack on the pounds and your boobs are going to get bigger. And there's all sorts of things that change in a, in a woman that, uh, holy fuck. Stevie says, Kent, are you trying to explain menstruation? Is that described as mansplaining? Is that is that what we uh is 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 that uh what we have here? <laughs> All I know is I needed more questions asked and more questions answered. You know? Yeah, we got a lot of people here like uh who, you know, that if you if you do that whole mansplaining thing, you get your ass kicked by the women on this show. Uh Americans are mostly okay with being fat. Maybe she came to terms with the weight gain, LOL. I don't know. Kent says, "Well, no, 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 I'm not mansplaining. I'm just giving my very personal explanation of our experience." Yeah, I think Stevie's got some rabbit ears there. I don't, I don't think he's doing that. All right. Well, that is fucking crazy. Holy shit. I don't know what I would have done. I mean, I had, <clears throat> um, I mean, I had to come to grips with a lot of things when my, uh, when my, uh, with a lot of things when my son was born and there was that period of time when she's pregnant and then, um, you know, not making any money 
all the stress of uh, all of this happening. I'm 22 years old. I'm like, what the, or 23 years old. I'm like, what the fuck? What is going on here? Maybe I should just leave. Maybe I should just like abandon ship. No, no. And then you just dismiss it. No, it, it's cool. Go back to getting the fucking nursery ready. You know, and it all worked out. But there was a time when I was like a little bit of doubt. You know, do I have the right stuff to be a father? No, no. I need to go out, get drunk and uh, uh, do drunk guy shit. You know, and uh, but then thank God I didn't. Thank God I didn't. And all of those worries and fears, it all worked out. I'll tell you this. When you have kids, at least it was my experience, um, the pace at which you get exposed to the madness of kids as they become assholes, because we all know that they all are, um, some more than others, the exposure time is so um, slow and methodical, it slowly changes you. I mean, if it, if, if kids came out of the womb and just immediately started acting like assholes that they will eventually all become, I mean, all parents would kill themselves within minutes after birth. As it is, for a sustained period of time, all you have to do is pick up the kid, change the diaper, give it to the mom to feed or, or put a bottle in its mouth and look at it. The kid wakes you up at odd hours uh, that sucks. Uh, that alone does does cause some people to Andrea Yates their kids, and uh, you know, I mean that that sometimes that happens. Sometimes some people aren't fit for being parents. I did not do that, obviously, but I did. It did make me drink quite a bit. I'm like, fuck this shit. I'm getting drunk. Let's go get a twelve of Bush. And then I'd sit sit uh, downstairs while Diana would take care of Jim and I'm playing fucking Echo the Dolphin on the Sega Genesis getting shit-faced. Can you help me? No, yeah, all right, I'll be right there. Uh, but Jim was a pretty damn good kid. I'll tell you that right now. Jim was a late bloomer when it came to being crazy. It wasn't until Jim was in high school that he turned into a crazy fuck. Jacqueline, on the other hand, um, pretty much out of the womb. She turned, and then, so, you know, the first couple years of Jim's life, uh, then we had Diana has Jackie. And I'm like, well, raising kids is easy. Jim's a piece of cake. No idea what, what the future holds, you know. And then, uh, so we have uh, Jackie, and, uh, well, she's an asshole. And... From day one, an asshole. I'll never forget, We uh, baby comes out. We put her on the warming thing, and she wasn't crying. And this was the look. She had her fucking face scrunched up. And I'll forget, her mouth her, it was bright red. She It was almost like she had lipstick on. And she had this look on her face like, you're fucked. You are so fucked. And she didn't make up. Just this attitude, tripping with attitude. And I was like, oh, shit. She's sending me a message right there. She's been alive for minutes. Oh, God damn it. 
And now she's going to be married in one month and six days. I just got another 2,500. Okay, this is how the week started. Dad, uh, we have to pay the venue the rest of the money. It's due, well, tomorrow. Okay. Then, now I'm not going to be, I'm not going to lie to you. I don't have $4,500 just laying around. Uh, I had to call up. I, you know, like how you invest money your whole life. Yeah. This is coming out of savings. This is, this is, here you go. Boom. But that's why I save the money. I save the money for this exact moment. I, I consider ourselves to be lucky to be able to be, uh, pull this off in the first place. And, uh, so I call the guy who's in charge of the money. His name is Mark. I go, Mark, I need you to send me $4,500. Okay, great. The next day. Dad, the photographer's money is due too. We need twenty five hundred dollars. Fucking shit, Mark. I need another twenty five hundred dollars. Now this is all happening at the same time that the that we're going into a recession. So this is all tied up in investments and shit like that. So that money is already fucking compromised to begin with because of the market being in the fucking tank. So I'm like, God damn it. I'm going to be working. I'm 80 years old. So yeah, big chunks of change are flying out the window. I'm not complaining. I'm just describing what you have to look forward to. Okay. You better save your fucking money, especially if you have girls that want to go to college. Girls meaning, you know, we're old school. Dad pays for the wedding. And that's the way it is. I knew this when I had a baby. I, uh, and I got two girls. They're going to get married one day. Jackie in a month and six days. It's due. Pay that shit. That's what you work for, asshole. So if you ever have a girl, expect college, expect wedding. Save your fucking money. Don't buy the jet ski and uh, live within your means. That's my advice to you. All right. The Patreon bonus podcast happens after this one. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. That's how I pay for weddings. Five or 10 bucks a month. If you sign up, I have 15 plus hours of content each and every week on there. I'm getting set to debut my own version of who are these podcasts, which is me reviewing me. I have in my possession hours and hours of tapes from 25 years ago when I was probably the worst radio person on the planet. So I will sit there and rip me a new asshole. I don't yet have a name for this segment. I'm going to be featuring it on Patreon only, though. And I am reasonably sure it will be debuting in a day or two. I just have to clip the show and then do the show. You're going to laugh at how bad I was at radio. And my God, fuck me. This is ugly. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. The open and live stream of today's show brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. 616-532-6600. Specializing in any make and model. The only thing that they won't work on is the Volkswagen. Um, Hybrids, EVs, they are the best in the business. A great place to get your vehicles repaired. Irvine's.com. E-R-Vines. Irvine's.com.
excuse me. Kyle says, concerning you on the radio, when you say bad, does that actually mean bad or does it mean good? No, bad. I think I was in type, uh, kind of like a uh, uh, mode where um, I was doing a lot of, yeah, hey, uh, yelling on the air. Ah, here's ugly kid Joe on Z93. I mean, if you think I yell now, oh boy. It was just horrible. Um, the term puking. Yes, I was an absolute puker. Doesn't even sound like me. Fuck me. All right. Uh, while I'm at it, thank you to the Kent County Health Department. They um, Thank you to them for allowing me to talk about the initiatives that they have in place for people like the WIC program. I just talked to Abby Bishop, who is the he, WIC program supervisor. You're like, oh yeah, great. Eric's talking about WIC. Well, you know, it takes all types of things to make this show go around. And uh, this is one of them. So uh, I talked with her yesterday about how people in and around this area, and for that matter, anywhere, um, if you are below a, a certain threshold for income, and you'd be surprised at the dollar amount that it has to be, it's, it's higher than you think, um, to be able to take advantage of the WIC program. So what this is, is when you have, um, are allowed to be part of the WIC program, you have like a card and on it, depending on how many people in your family, you are allotted, um, important things, uh, formula for the little ones, uh, milk, bread, peanut butter, all to keep the family fed. And each month, that um, entitlement stays there as long as you meet the requirement and don't go higher than the threshold. Does that make sense? If you need more information about the WIC program, uh, call them at 616-632-7200 or go to accesskent.com slash health and click on where it says WIC. And that stands for women, infant, children. But that's not all that it helps. It helps uh, anyone in your family. Um yeah, don't swallow your pride. And if you're having trouble making ends meet to feed your family, uh, do this. Or maybe you know someone who might fit this criteria. Okay. Update on two dudes who cheated in the fishing tournament. Remember? We got weights and fish somewhere in Ohio. Near Cleveland, two dudes are in the fishing tournament. They're stoked to be there, and uh, they got to hit a certain amount of uh, weight. Uh, the guy who's running the fishing tournament, these two guys bring their fish in, the walleye weigh them. They go, ah, you know, it seems like they're a little heavy for the size. I don't know, and I can I can feel something. And he cuts open the fish. These dudes have put we uh, lead weights in the fish, jammed it down. The throats of the fish, which just seems hideous, okay? Can you imagine being the fish? It's bad enough that you've been caught. You know, you got a hook in your mouth. They're, ah, fuck, ah, they pull you into the boat. You're flipping around. And then these guys stuffing lead down your throat. What a way to die. They also stuffed walleye fillets that they had 
down the throats of the fish to, I don't know, fatten them up, increase the weight anymore. So they weigh the fish. They go, you guys won, but wait a minute, something's wrong. The guy cuts open the fish. Oh, shit. All those hillbillies gather around the one guy, and he's got this look on his face. Like, I mean, I can't believe he stood there and took it. I would have just ran off and then fled the state. You don't want these hilljacks fucking hunting you down. Are you kidding me? But now they are um, charging these guys with felonies. These fishermen are being charged with felonies. Holy shit. Audio check. Video check. Let's get into it. We may get into it. It's always. We got an ad. We don't want to hear about this. Anyway, this fat guy, he's selling the car to this chick. She's like, get in there. All right. Okay. Here we go. We want to let you know that there are charges now in the scandal that rocked that fishing community. Three News has learned. Rocked the fishing community. That the two fishermen accused of putting weights in their fish to win a tournament on Lake Erie nearly two weeks ago are now facing felony indictments. Neil Fisher has the story for us here. After standing atop the podium, these two could be standing behind bars. <laughs> the Cuyahoga County Wait, prosecutor announced that Chase I didn't even I couldn't even understand what that hill jack was saying. What the hell did that guy just say? He, he grunted out a sentence, I think. Podium these two could be standing behind bars. I'm angered about it. The oh, Cuyahoga I'm, County prosecutor. He said, I'm angered about it. I don't speak Ohioan. Prosecutor announced that Chase Kaminsky and Jake Runyon have been indicted on three felony charges, including one count of cheating, on. one count of attempted grand theft, and one. You can be charged with cheating? Hey, uh, we got a felony charge of cheating. That's a, I, Who knew that you could be charged with cheating? And then one count of attempted grand theft, one count of possessing criminal tools. This is all bullshit. One count of possessing criminal tools. Fellow anglers. Hey, if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. That's what NASCAR has taught us. Uh, Junior Johnson, back when he used to race NASCAR back in the day, I know this because when I lived in the South, I paid attention to this shit. He'd um, uh, race, and um, there was all sorts of cheating that would go on there when it came to, like, um, you would start the race, and they would weigh in the cars, okay? And the cars had to be, you couldn't weigh less than a certain amount. So they would weigh in the cars, and then uh, they would head over to the starting line and then there'd be a panel on the door or in the bottom of the car, you'd open up the panel and a bunch of lead would fall out onto the track to make your car lighter. All right. If you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. Including Kenny Morris are fed up. I've known Chase and I've known Jake and um, no longer speaking or they're blocked from me. What the fuck is wrong with this guy is he's either crying or he's about to get one of those fucking dog box things because his throat is he's got cancer um, no longer speaking or they're blocked from me he's taking it so hard god these fishermen are assholes cuyahoga county prosecutor michael o'malley released a statement saying i take all crime very seriously and so does this mean that uh because Tom Brady cheated, 
uh, and, and underinflated the footballs or whatever the fuck he did, uh, he should be charged with a felony too. I mean, seriously, this is just stupid. I believe what these two individuals attempted to do was not only dishonorable, but also criminal. Absolutely not. These guys should be praised for their efforts. We will fix this. Lake Erie Fishing Tournament Director Jason Fisher, who snatched. The guy who runs the place, his name is Jason, is Fisher. Great. The 10 weights out of the fish caught by Kaminsky and Runyon said there will be new rules in the future for the. I'm really grossed out by him cutting into the fish like that and just putting his hands in there and grabbing the weights. It's just sick. Those who stand atop the podium. We'll start by implementing. No one cares about the fish. New rules at weigh-ins and in boat checks. Yeah, listen to this. We'll work hard this offseason and learn from you all as to what safeguards you want to see in our series. Gee, is he reading? Yeah, I think that if you had, you know, run a metal detector over the fish before this happened, this would have never happened. If they knew that that was going to happen, this never would have happened in the first place. These guys are all idiots. And I promise you we'll implement change. Kaminsky and Runyon would have taken home more than $28,000 for that tournament win on September 30th. They lost that and the boat and trailer they used after it was taken. They took their boat and trailer, too. The police took all their shit. Taken by authorities yesterday. A date has not been set for their arraignment. Christy, Laura. All right, Neil, thank you so much. Yeah, everybody is just killing these two. I mean, my God. Um, wouldn't surprise me if all of... Uh, all of this group here watching the show is against the fishermen. I love these fishermen. They need to be freed. Free the fishermen. Sarah calls them stupid dummies. Bullshit. These are winners in my book. I love these guys. I love that they did this. Sir Bob of Oliver says favorite cheating in racing. The guy that ran a shit ton of extra fuel lines to get an extra gallon of gas. Sarah says those poor fish were innocent. Ah, whatever. Cheating in a tournament is winning. Hot take, homie. No. Well, whatever. Who gives a shit? It's a fishing tournament. It's not their fault that whoever's running the fucking fishing tournament doesn't even police it. All right. It's fair that they got caught. That's what Maureen says. I agree with that. I don't think it's fair that these guys lose everything. I mean, my God. They're probably going to get fired. They're not going to be able to ever fish in and around there. That's bad enough. I uh, took their boat. Jesus. Lighten up, for God's sake. Uh, all right, moving on. Joe Biden had a great gaffe that we need to get into. Not sure what's going on here. Uh, audio check, video check. Joe Biden's talking about his son. He's, um, I think he's talking to, um, it's a speech in Colorado. And uh, this is what he had to say about his son, uh, Bo Biden. Just imagine, I mean it sincerely, I say this as a father of a man who won the Broad Star, the Conspicuous Service Medal, and lost his life in Iraq. Imagine the courage, the daring, and the genuine sacrifice, genuine sacrifice they all made. 
Okay, one more time. Iraq. Just imagine, I mean it sincerely. I say this as a father of a man who won the Bronze Star, the Conspicuous Service Medal, and lost his life in Iraq. Imagine the courage, the daring, and the genuine sacrifice, genuine sacrifice they all made. All right. Uh, slurring that thing out, he's obviously doing something to honor people that have uh, that have served and lost their life. So, I mean, you can't really go wrong with that, right? Problem. His son did not fucking die in Iraq. He died of brain cancer here in the U.S. Fuck. Ah, shit. How do you do that? How do you make that mistake? President Biden erroneously said that his son Bo lost his life in Iraq during a speech in Colorado yesterday. He died of brain cancer in 2015. He made the speech near Vail, Colorado, where he designated Camp Hale as a national monument. Biden has said that in 2019, in a speech that he believes Bo Bo's exposure to burn pits in Iraq uh, caused the cancer. Uh, In my view, I cannot prove it yet. He came back with stage four glioblastoma, 18 months. He lived knowing he was going to die. Fox News Digital reached out to the White House for clarification on Biden's comment. And we all know that they are well-suited to be able to clarify Biden's comment. Case in point, however long ago that was, when he said, where the fuck so-and-so? Is she here or whatever the hell? And she'd been dead for two months. And then, uh, 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 what's her name? For the fucking Jean Francis, I don't know, this spokesperson, the one who took over for Jen Psaki said, Oh, yeah, well, she was top of mind. I mean, come on. I mean, who who wouldn't do that? And then the reporter goes, well, yeah, you know, Jen, uh, John Lennon's on the top of my mind, but I, I don't think he's alive. And she's like, oh, we're not talking about John Lennon. God, what a time we live in. We have a dementia patient uh, as, as the commander-in-chief. Oh, man. Corey, who, as we all know, is fucking lockstep with Biden, says, so yeah, to him, he was basically killed in Iraq. You could be a White House spokesperson with that shit. You're an idiot. My God. Uh, fuck. All right. Unacceptable. Um, all right, where the hell am I? I don't even know what the fuck's going on. Advertise with the Eric Zane Show podcast. Send me an email anytime you want, eric at ericzaneshow.com, and uh, you can get on board with the Eric Zane Show podcast. Send it on the Shoreliner Striping inbox, and uh, you will be good to go. Do that, eric at ericzaneshow.com, and I'd love to tell you about the opportunities and how we can make this show work for you. Before I get Kyle on here, though, uh, of course, I'd like to say hello to my friends at Blue Frost IT. Shit, I need them right now. 
Uh, Blue Frost IT, the managed IT service provider for the Eric Zane Show podcast. If you have any tech issues uh, or maybe you want to upgrade the computers or the tech at your workplace, reach out to Blue Frost IT first. That's where you start. You got to find out exactly what you need, you know. Don't just go to the store and start buying random shit off the shelf. Blue Frost IT will give you a 30-minute complimentary consultation. Find out what you need to make your business hum. BlueFrostIT.com. Michael Rappaport is coming at the beginning of November to uh, West Michigan. Full House Comedy, FullHouseComedy.com. Next week, Dan Cummins, the star of the Time Suck podcast, will be in town. You want tickets to these shows and any others, go to FullHouseComedy.com. Bring in Kyle from Dumpster Divers. Find out what the hell's going on in his life. Hello? Buddy, how are you? I'm having uh, a tech issue with Zoom. Oh, who would have fucking guessed? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it, I, I, I don't think it's so much Zoom. I think it's an Eric problem. Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> but um, anyway, welcome. How are you? I'm doing good, dude. So what's going on? Uh, I we're we're gonna have to do this via the phone this way. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, no big deal. I did um, download um, fucking Zoom on my phone finally because I was like, you know what? Fuck these these uh, like breaking up issues that I keep having. So I just downloaded it on the phone. So I think next time it's gonna be crystal fucking clear, dude. Oh, okay. So that's all it took was to download it on the phone. Why did it take you like a a, a whole half a year to do that? Because I'm an idiot, I guess. <laughs> I guess it's probably <laughs> the easiest answer. Oh, my God. Well, good to hear your voice. And now I texted you not long ago about coming to uh, the paintball event, and you said you don't do Sundays because of the Lions. Yeah, dude. I'm fucking like, uh, you remember that, um, That I don't know if you used to watch that 70s show or whatever, but I'm fucking like Red Foreman, dude. Like, if it's Sundays around 1 o'clock, you can just fuck right off, dude. Why? Okay. Now I like the lions as much as anybody, uh, who lives around here, but I mean, my God, they're fucking terrible. Why, why would you? Yeah, you're not wrong. That was, that was a rough Sunday right there, but it's just like, it's just like a thing. You know what I mean? Like I gotta like, I, especially now that like I'm married and got a kid and stuff, I gotta fucking like, like cement the tradition, like hardcore. So then when Jameson's older, Fucking, he's just like, it's Sunday, dude. We're watching football, and then at halftime, we're going to go toss the fucking ball around, and it's going to be cool. Oh, shit. Yeah, all right. Well, I mean, because after watching the Lions, I'm usually so goddamn pissed off. I don't want to do any of that shit. <laughs> I know. Here's the thing. Um, I know. I know. Because here's the thing. When me and my dad used to watch, uh, it, well, okay. So for a little bit of the time that me and my dad used to watch, it was like the Barry Sanders, Herman Moore times. Right. So like they were like, okay, you know what I mean? Like they were like respectable or whatever. Um, but then, uh, but you know, they still lost. I mean, they lost like half the time back then or whatever. But um, then they got real fucking terrible. And like me and my dad used to watch, and you know, he would just get fucking pissed. He'd just be yelling at the TV. Right. He's like, I'm turning it. Like, like sometimes he'd be like, I'm turning it off. And like, I'd be like, no, we gotta watch it. You know what I mean? But anyways, we still would go outside at halftime and, you know, toss the fucking ball around. So that was at least cool. But yeah, I know what you mean because 
I'm gonna have to fucking get my shit together because I don't want I don't want to be. I used when I was like seven, we were watching. My dad was all pissed. I was freaked out. I was like, I don't know yeah, what the fuck yeah. is going on right now. I don't so even I uh, have to watch myself. I just pretty much do something else. Like the, at the start of this year, I was excited. They lost that first game, but I watched the whole damn game against Philadelphia. I watched a game against Washington because they kicked ass, and then. When they started to play shitty against Minnesota, that's when I stopped watching. And I haven't watched since, and it's a damn good thing because they've done nothing but suck dick since then. Yeah, dicks, dicks have been sucked, that's for sure. But I think, I don't fucking know. I hope it works out, dude. <laughs> I, I like Dan Campbell, but it's just not, it's, something's happening right now, and it's not great. Well, yeah, it's 29-0. It, it, what the fuck? I know, this, dude. The, fucking in the Patriots too. Fuck third string, Matt Patricia. Jesus, third screen, uh, th- third string rookie quarterback. Holy fuck! Oh my god. <laughs> I know. And the worst thing was, I was watching it. And actually, it was like uh, almost, I guess, like you had uh, control of my life because I was fucking watching it on NFL Network, and um, this is like like an app on the Roku that we have or whatever. And uh, then, like, uh, like a like around halftime or like a little afterwards, the fucking app was just like, "Yeah, we're not playing this fucking game no more." Oh, it and just... it, so it just said like it just kept saying that it was like forbidden or whatever. And I was like, "What the fuck's going on?" Yeah. So anyways, I couldn't I couldn't even watch like uh, like most of the second half. So I then I went and did something else too. It's for but your was, own good. I was kind of sour for a little bit there. It's for <laughs> your own good. It, it really is. Um, there was a, uh, uh, moving on, I have a different topic I want to get into. There, there is discussion I hear in the podcast world that you are considering getting out of the podcast game. True or false? Yeah, I, I don't really know what's fucking going on. It's, you know what I mean? It's just, uh, you, you do your episodes or whatever, and then, you know, people are always like, oh, like, you know, I can't believe you said that. Or I can't believe, you know, blah, blah, blah. It's like, oh, you should, you know not you know not talk like that and then people and then like people are always like why do you use that voice and i'm like what do you mean oh like, you know like like various like voices or whatever and i'm like i don't know they're like but that's not what you sound like normally and i'm like well i know but like i'm doing like a show i mean well i mean i i i know what they mean to some degree i mean i uh uh, one, I mean, the way I talk when I'm sitting around this house yelling at the dogs, I don't think it's exactly the same as what I'm doing right now. Right. Uh, but I mean, I don't know. I guess it just depends. I, 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 why the fuck do they care? I, you know, it's who, who knows. But you, so yeah, people start. You know, they start talking or whatever, and then it, it kind of like starts like sucking the fun out of it. You know what I mean? Oh, so then I'm like, you gotta, you gotta I'm, toughen up. You gotta. Okay, let me tell you. If you start to get rattled by the things they say, yeah, you got to, that's, that's on you. I mean, for sure. Yeah. You know what you got to do is you just, is you use that as, as content and you create a segment called suck my dick. And then (laughs) what you do is you just tell people to suck your dick. all show. That's, that's how, that's how, that's what I do. I mean, Yeah, I know. I, I, I'm, I, I don't think I'm going to actually stop doing it. I haven't done it in like a while actually, but I'm going to, um, I just got to like, I'm going to like recalculate, you know what I mean? So, cause I, I'm, you're right. Like it, it is on, like, I, I wouldn't say like I'm rattled. I'm just like, quit, like quit fucking bitching at me. You know what I mean? So uh-huh. I just, I gotta, I just gotta recalculate it so that, um, I can still win, but also 
people will stop talking to me. You well, know, what I mean? you know I, and I, I've been in the spot that you're in, but in, in all honesty, if they, if you, if they aren't commenting, if they don't say anything, then they don't care. And you don't want them to not care. You know what I mean? That's, that's true. So I think that you got to be careful what you wish for. Um, so I don't know. Uh, it, 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 there's a learning curve, but this is easy to say for me because I've been doing this a hell of a lot longer than you have. So when someone gets on there and says, Hey, you look like shit. Um, (laughs) they might be just trying to, uh, uh, be part of the fun. You know, they don't, they don't really mean that the same way as when you say terrible things all the time, or I say terrible things all the time. We don't really well, like want people to die. We're just saying shit. We're talking right, shit. Right. It, it's yeah, all. I, I don't mean like on like the like the live chats, or whatever, because those are cool. Those are fun. I'm just talking about like people who I know like uh, afterwards. You oh, know what I mean? okay. I thought it was this all was happening while you were doing the show. Oh no no no! The, the live chat is, is always fun. It's always pretty cool. Okay. Um, no, yeah, I'm just talking about like like people's opinions that I know. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. Uh, it it's it's a problem because they found out that you're doing the show, and and it's almost like like when I do my show, it it kind of makes me a little bit concerned when people I know or love watch or listen to me. For sure. Because it just like what the fuck did I say? You know. Like my daughter listens, I'm like Jesus Christ, the shit I say on here, I don't, I don't God, you know, and or people that are close to me, it's kind of like worlds colliding. It makes me, yeah. it makes me a little bit uneasy. Yeah, I know. I, I was thinking about you. I was like, you know what, I should have fucking done. I should have just like started the fucking podcast and like just wore a mask and like <laughs> never said who the fuck I was, and then we wouldn't have no problems. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, uh, and unless if they heard your voice, because you got a pretty distinct voice. Yeah, yeah, I guess that's a good point. <laughs> but I, it's not like they would have like. I mean, if you just throw it out there and don't promote it, um, yeah, it's not like they would have encountered it. But yeah, yeah. Um, all right. So with that uh, in mind, what what else is happening, Kyle? That you want to get off your chest here? I gotta fucking tell you about this, Eric Zane, because this is this was gonna work out a lot better if you guys could see me. Yes, I but, apologize um, for that. My, so get this, sorry. fucking. I don't know what's going on in like Panera, but like I'm fucking loving their business model. Cause check this fucking out, Eric Zane. Obviously, you know I get the fucking the free coffee all the uh, well for ten bucks a month or whatever. But I get free coffee the whole month or whatever. But anyways, then I get this email from them like a while back. I don't remember exactly when it was, but they're like, Hey, you fucking, uh, I'm paraphrasing, but they're like, you fucking, um, you know, you drink coffee a lot. You, you eat here sometimes, whatever. So click this link and, um, do this thing or whatever. And we'll send you a, like this fucking tumbler, right? Like a, like a big ass. Sure. Panera, All right. Uh, Great. Right? So I did it. And then um, I forgot about it, but then they sent it to me. So I got this big ass, um, I'm in the, it's called the Sip Club VIP. I'm a Sip Club VIP, right? So that's what it says on the freaking Tumblr, but it's this big ass freaking thing. Yeah. And then, so I read, um, I read like the email that they sent me or whatever. And they're like, you can fucking bring it in and get drinks. So now I, I'm bringing it fucking in there to get my coffee and it can fit like double the amount of coffee in it from the paper cups that suck. So I'm I'm living large, Jackson. So that you're 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 stoked because you're getting more coffee. 
Yeah, and more, you, co- more free coffee at one particular it's, time. Well, it's, <laughs> it's not free. You're paying for it. Well, I know, but now now I've diluted the um, the amount of coffee per capita by two times, so it's even better. Okay, <laughs> so let's see. How much is it? Like ten, ten bucks a month. Ten bucks a month for all the coffee you can drink, basically. Yep. All right. Okay, well, I mean... I mean, if you get more coffee, sure. All right, good for you. I'm happy about that. <laughs> I know it's just pretty sweet because it's just like it's just shit tons of coffee, and I'm that's good for daddy in the morning. You know what I mean? All right, good, very good. I'm so happy. <laughs> yeah, hey, I'm so happy you got more coffee. Thanks for leading off. With- <laughs> Thanks for leading off with that. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, no, I gotta tell you this. Um, I uh, I think I wrote a. If I ever do stand up again, I think I wrote a hilarious fucking joke last night. And I say it may be hilarious. It's like a parent joke, though. So it's like not only some of the population would get it. But um, I, I told it to Blue and she was laughing her ass off. So I think I think this is a good joke for parents. So I fucking I'll set up the sto- I'll set up the story. And actually, I don't really need to set it up because I think anybody who has ever had a kid is just going to get it. So I'm not even going to set it up. But I walk up, I walk upstairs because I had to go downstairs in the kitchen and get something. I can't remember. But I walk upstairs in the room and I go, "Here's the worst fucking thing about having a kid." <laughs> and then Blue like looks at me because she like oh. she thinks something bad happened downstairs. Yep. And I go, "You never know if the dishwasher is on because it's fucking supposed to be, or if it's fucking Jameson pressed the button." <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Because <laughs> like. I feel like multiple times a week I'm walking downstairs and that fucking dishwasher is on and I'm like, we're not using that many dishes. So I, I just can't tell if it's supposed to be on and then yeah. or not because I'll stop it if it's not supposed to be on. Right. You know what I mean? So you either are having dirty dishes because you've stopped it or your energy bill is through the roof because the little, right. back, little fucker <laughs> keeps hitting the button. Yeah, yeah. Th- he does. He just fucking won't stop because it beeps. You know what I mean? So what you do is you 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 let him touch it once, okay, and then you stay nearby. And when he does, you just hit him. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I like that idea. Or I could put thumbtacks on the fucking yeah. buttons, but you no, know, that's, that's worse. It's kind of like touch the hot stove, you get burned. Uh, I mean, that's, yeah. that's uh. Don't do any of that. That's all terrible. No. <laughs> That's all terrible. For sure. But anyway, that was my hilarious parent joke that I wrote last I night. I think that's that hey, it's not bad. If you if you wanna <laughs> if you wanna get by with doing dad jokes on stage, that that might have some legs. Um No, I I don't I don't think I could ever do just dad jokes. I, I Well that's I, not I, a dad I, joke. That's not a dad joke, but it's a joke. It's a parent joke. It's I mean it actually right. happened. It actually happened. Yeah, I know. I just don't think I could do it because, like, went like all my life, like when I watch stand-up shows and whatnot, and it's I just can't like like just talking about like or like w- one thing being your whole stick. Like, I, I can't, I can't get into right, it. Right, right. I, I have to just like bounce around and do like various topics and like various personas and shit. Um, before you got in here, I was doing the story about the dudes in the fishing tournament. Do you remember that story? The guys who cheated their ass off in the fishing tournament. Oh, I heard about it, but um, my level of my level of care to like investigate the situation was damn near zero. So I don't know anything about okay. it. So when they're trying to get thirty thousand dollars to win the tournament, they put they they jammed a bunch of lead weights down the fish's throat, and uh, they got busted doing that. Nice. So it was embarrassing as shit. But then 
Now, if they won the thing, they would have won nearly $30,000. But now they've decided that they're charging them with felonies. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> that, that seems intense, but all right. <laughs> so, and they, they took their boats, took their gear, charging them with felonies. I mean, they're treating these guys like they they just committed a mass murder. That's, uh, I don't know, that does seem like a little bit, uh, I mean, what what's the fucking law? Like, you you can't lie on fishing tournaments. Like, That's what like, I what thought. The law I, I am not kidding you. They charge with they were charged according to the news story with felony cheating. Felony cheating. <laughs> that that doesn't seem real. That doesn't no, seem like a does, thing. It doesn't. Is there a precedent? <laughs> no, it does, it seems ridiculous. I mean, it's bad enough that they got busted. They were humiliated on a TikTok video. Everybody there. If anybody sees them, they're, they're, the whole community hates their guts, you know? And it's right. these these Ohio scumbags. So they're, you're, they're, these two are probably going to wind up dead to begin with. <laughs> Ohio scumbags, for sure. Yeah, I feel like... Um... I feel like they should just stone them. I feel like stoning is a better punishment than felony cheating. That just sounds stupid. Uh, all right. All right, Kyle. What else you got for me, Kyle? I uh, just got... Uh, the only other thing I could think of is this... I got to tell you this fucking... Hol- I didn't tell you the story about the, the, the chick walking across the street, did I? This actually happened? It sounds like a joke. It sounds like you're setting me up for a joke. I know. Well, it's... It, it seems like it should be a joke, but it was a thing that I witnessed with my human eyes. So uh-huh. I, gotta, I gotta fucking tell you about it. So I was, um, you know, in, in one of the dumpster drivers trucks, uh, I think this might've been two weeks ago now or three weeks ago. I don't fucking know. But, um, so I'm in the truck, right. And there's me and I'm in like, uh, like the, Oh fuck. I'm like live on national television right now. I gotta figure out how to say this without getting busted. I was in like the, uh, you were in the hood. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I was actually. I knew so it. Me I knew what you were going to say. Um, I'm behind like, uh, what are those fucking trucks? Like a Tahoe, like a kind of an older style Tahoe or whatever, and like tinted windows or whatever. And so um, I'm just behind this guy, right? But then, um, like, we're coming up into like the somewhere like around the Hall Street or Burton Street area. I can't really remember. But, um, this girl, she, you can tell she's younger, probably like in her teens at, in, at, in some age or whatever, but she has a, she had a hoodie on and like the hood was over her head and she just fucking is like, I'm walking across this street, dude. <laughs> and like, we're coming, like, 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 we're, like the dude in front of me is going to hit her, you know what I mean? Like she's just walking, and but she's kind of walking on a diagonal, so her back is more so turned to the towel, I guess you'd say. Um, so she's walking and the guy's like going to hit her. So he slows down or whatever. And like, I'm in, like, I'm, my windows are closed. And I'm, I'm like, what is she, what are you doing? Bitch? Like, like, I'm like yelling or whatever. Anyways, this dude, um, all of a sudden I could see his window open up and he sticks his head out. And so I, I opened my window up a little bit so I could listen. And like, I was thinking he was going to just like yell something or whatever. And he goes, Hey, Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I, I lost it, dude. Oh, I, like, I was like, because he said like the simplest version of what anybody would have been thinking. You know what I mean? That is great. <laughs> Move, bitch. <laughs> yeah, it was it was intense, and it was funnier because like 
I, in my head, I was like, I think that's like a younger girl or whatever. But when she turned and looked after he yelled it, you could definitely tell she was like a younger <laughs> teen or whatever. And I was like, this dude, and he, you could tell this dude was like in his fifties probably. And I was like, he might, he could scar, he might have scarred her like a little bit. You know what I mean? Oh man, that was sweet. Fucking yeah, it was. A, it was a, I tell you, I the. The downside, I guess, of uh, driving around all the time is that, like, I don't get to spend as much time in the office as I want to, like, do other stuff. But you do get to see you get to see a lot of shit out there. Like, there's like yeah. things happening everywhere right. all the time. I, I need to say this about our uh, about our African American brothers. Um, the, 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 it's uh, I don't know what it is, but the level of hilarity is very much more intense. Uh, when, when things like that are said by our sweet African-American brothers, than they are white people. They just, yeah, they just, it's, sure. it's fucking funnier. If, 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 if a yeah. black guy yells out, Oh, bitch, that's fucking <laughs> funny. Uh, as opposed to then if I say it, I don't know why that is, but I really, I really <laughs> yeah. laugh at that. that, that, that I, I don't I would have fucking drove off the road if I heard that shit. I know dude, it was. There's, I see, you know, maybe like once. Well, I don't know if you'd say even once a day. Maybe a little less on an average than once a day. But yeah. you see some funny ass shit. Like, like one time I saw this super ass old dude, um, super freaking old, and um, he was like weed whacking like around this tree or whatever. Yep, yep. But he he freaking like just bent over at one point, and the weed whacker part went up in the air and started weed whacking the fuck out of his tree. And like I was just like sitting at a stop sign just watching this happen and you just fucking just like weird shit like that that you like you had to be right there at that exact time to see it and like it happens quite a bit out there all right um any tales from the road other than that that we need to know of shit you found in a dumpster shit going on things you want to promote whatever it is do it now um no, not really. Yeah, give us a call, guys. So it's uh, it's fucking October, right? So it's slowing down a little bit, which we don't want it to. So I feel like probably some, you know, people out there might might need a dumpster. I made, I just made a video post on our Facebook page to tell people to clean up their houses before the fucking kids come to their doors. So right, right. We'll see how that, we'll see how that, that works out. Hey, but, did, um, did did you hear the story about I cut myself with a chainsaw? What? No, I didn't hear that. What what did you do? <laughs> I was, uh, you know, that, uh, tree that you said is growing rapidly at my house every time. You yeah. Well, I decided to trim that fucker and, uh, I made the mistake of, uh, well, several mistakes. Uh, I was on a ladder and, uh, I was in a very awkward spot, not appropriately holding the chainsaw. And uh-huh. when I was cutting the branch, the branch broke. And then uh, one of my hands dropped off of the saw. So now I it, the saw, I'm holding it with the trigger hand. It swings down and it's, I'm not on the trigger. So, but the, the blade's still spinning. The chain is still spinning and the chain hits my croc. I was wearing Crocs, which everybody gave me shit about. And oh, uh, shit. it hit the side of, of the croc, went into the croc and badly cut my foot. And it, But it, the blade was slowing down at the time, so it only did a certain amount of damage. But it was fucked. I had to go to the hospital immediately. And then it was terrible because I passed out at the hospital. And it was just, <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. It was terrible. 
So now yeah, I'm doing. everybody, so now I'm limping around like an asshole here. And, uh, and it was all because I was thinking of you. I gotta, I gotta trim this fucking tree. So now I got all this. <laughs> that, so, yeah, hell yeah, dude. What, uh, how, how big was the cut? Like once they cleaned it up, like, like how long? Oh, was it? it was huge. It's like a vagina on the side of my foot. Oh shit. So that's a big ass. Oh yeah. Sure. I, someone could have put their dick in it. You could have, you could have <laughs> fucked my foot. That's fucked, dude. Yeah. So now I got all sorts of. Uh, so then the the whole the driveways just 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 blood all over the driveway. There's branches and the fucking chainsaw, the ladder. My neighbor cleans it up for me because he's way too nice. And uh, it's just oh god, I'm I'm really I was I really feel stupid about this. Yeah, that's. Uh, I mean, I don't I don't I wouldn't you know have the knowledge uh, beforehand to have like proper chainsaw fucking technique and etiquette or whatever but yeah you fucked up dude yeah i'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure that if that uh well it, it, i had a bad feeling about it when i got on the ladder i was like you know this just seems like i'm asking for it and i i i, I, I didn't like listen to the uh to that voice in my head you know I know. Seriously, like that's the worst. Like one of the parts about getting older is I find that that voice is right like way too fucking often. Oh, so yeah, you you should have listened, dude. You're older than me. Um. All right. You are the best. I appreciate you. I want people to call you. Uh, DumpsterDiversLLC.com is the website. And uh, there you go. If you need uh, any demolition work or uh, junk removal, uh, they the folks at Dumpster Divers will take care of you. I, I as always, I appreciate. Uh, your time. Tyler writes, chainsaw right to the foot ski. Right to the foot skis, dude. I know. <laughs> He's straight up. Okay. All right, man. Take care of yourself. Go Lions. All right. Love you guys. All right. Bye. Love you. See you, man. Bye. Kyle from Dumpster Numbers. Always fun. My God, was I had struggling on the Zoom there. That thing, this thing was acting up bad. My, my, my fault. I wish we could have seen him. Okay, uh, I have T-shirts available on the website ericsaneshow.com, but I think I am still having trouble with the website. There's all sorts of things betraying me today. Jesus Christ! Um, when I talk to Ty, the GoDaddy guy, um, they make you pay for the repairs now. It's kind of like buying your car at a dealership, and then because um, when he said, "Yeah, it's going to cost seventy-five dollars to repair your website." I'm like, what? How's that? What What? what could have happened? I mean, it's a website. People like me don't understand that. And he's like, nah, you got to put in a trouble ticket. We'll fix it for you. Okay. How much does that cost? He goes, you get three trouble tickets for 75 bucks. Put in the trouble ticket. Okay, great. Website's still fucked up two days later. Holy shit. Come on. I mean, what do I do? So now I got to call these guys again and say, hey, fucking fix it. Anyway, when it's up and running, T-shirts available. Uh, Eric, uh, I'm sorry, ericsaneshow.com. As soon as I get access to that site, I am taking down the I'm a Zaniac t-shirt. That is going away. So if you want that shirt, keep an eye on the site. And uh, in fact, if you go to tpublic.com, that's a way to get to it. And uh, search my name. And I think you should be able to get to it public.com What are you looking for, Eric? Zane. Everything is on sale. 
Up to 30. Yes. Oh, my God. You can get a $22 T-shirt now for um, $14. Holy shit. So if you search Eric Zane Show podcast, uh, you can get an Eric Zane Show podcast T-shirt. There, there it is. I'm a Zaniac. That shirt is going away. Look, I should just do it right now. Deactivate. Somebody's going to, if you buy one, if someone buys one more, I'll give you that opportunity. Uh, there you go. So t-shirts right now, actually, I'm glad I looked, are up $14. Jesus Christ. They decide on the sales. I don't. So you can get, for 17 more hours, you can get an Eric Zane Show podcast t-shirt for just 14 bucks. That means I get like six cents per shirt. All right. There you go. Where the hell am I? Um, congrats to the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. Another award uh, just announced by Forbes magazine, the number one mortgage professional in America today. You, you can get a mortgage from Mario anywhere in the U.S., with the exception of South Carolina, Maine, Alaska, and Hawaii, call 231-332-6505 for the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. Uh, hello to A&E Heating and Cooling. If you are in need of a furnace tune-up, well, you are, because you need one every year, 79 bucks. There are other places that do it for the same two. There are some that are more expensive, but they all hover around $79. Uh, Call upon Joe Martinez, though, 616-516-8579. If you are in the market for a new furnace, by all means, get estimates from anyone else. Two other estimates. Don't tell Joe. Have Joe give you the estimate. He will uh, meet or beat any of those estimates. If he doesn't, tell him, and he will. Okay, that's smart. 616-516-8579 for A and E, heating and cooling. Batting last in the lineup today, my policy shop insurance. One of my favorite things to talk about is um, how you, if you do not have insurance, can get insurance and it's not going to break the bank. If you are in between jobs, or starting a new job maybe and they your insurance hasn't kicked in or perhaps you own your own business and you are self-insured, self-employed or uh, you know maybe your um, employer doesn't offer insurance. You need health care. And you can have it by the end of the day. I can't afford that. I know. Yes, you can. You just haven't investigated this appropriately. And since you're that dumb, uh, have Frank do it all for you. All right. 616-914-4070. He is a licensed uh, independent insurance agent slash broker. He works with the insurance companies. You don't pay him a dime. His services are free. Trust me on this one. That's how I get my health insurance. You can do this too. 616-914-4070. Very hard to concentrate right now because one of the dogs fucking farted. And man, does it smell bad. Frank is also the... Um, uh, Medicare and social security guru. 
He knows everything there is to know about these two things. If you or someone you know or love is taking advantage of Medicare or Social Security or getting ready to call upon Frank for a Medicare slash Social Security checkup. I saw in the comments there is a reference. There's been a couple references to Cardiff Electric and um, the What's the Deal with the Dabbler podcast. Not everybody is aware of this. But what you have here is Stuttering John, who made his name on the Stern Show, um, now makes his name unwillingly as a content creator with his podcast. The first person to ever roast Stuttering John about his podcast was our pal Carl from Who Are These Podcasts? Regular uh, entries on the Carl show is him reviewing stuttering John and making fun of him. Now, as time has passed, other people have gotten involved. Uh, uh, Shuli Egar from also spent decades on the Stern show. He's a comic. He is now doing a review show of stuttering John. So Carl was doing it. He still does do it. Um, and it's, it's kind of grown more and more people are taking runs at John. Uh, Whenever I've helped Carl host an episode of Who Are These Podcasts, I have to review John's show, and it's it's difficult to get through. It's very, very bad. And but it's it's fun to clip it and then talk about the clips. Um so there's all these people that are doing stuttering John review shows now. Now, if you remember uh, Cardiff Electric was someone that I would have on from time to time. And Cardiff is all just, uh, it's hard to put a fine point as to his brand of comedy, but it's satire of satire. Satire on top of satire. Because he is also roasting John, but it's not. It's almost like, he is worse than John. You, you see what I'm saying? And uh, so I, I uh, want to share this with you because I've been following John and whenever he goes live, I'm trying to win him over by just uh, saying, hi, John, how are you? And and not trying to insult the guy uh, because I want to kind of win him over and then see how far this can go. Uh, the old winning flies through uh, with honey as opposed to vinegar. So on the most recent stuttering, John, I actually said, hi, John, how are you? I didn't expect it to go anywhere, but then someone sent me that Cardiff Electric or the what's the deal with the dabbler show. They caught, he caught wind of me because John mentioned my name and Cardiff referenced it. Okay, I know that's a lot, and it always is very convoluted and weird when you're dealing with Cardiff, Cardiff at his level of uh, his comedy, but it's definitely an acquired taste. Don't worry, I'm not going to put Cardiff on live because so many people that listen to this show fucking hate Cardiff. But, I mean, I like Cardiff, and uh, this is the start of Cardiff's show the other day. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to What's the Deal with the Dabbler. 
Episode 10. In true Cardiff Electric fashion, we are covering the Stuttering John podcast from just yesterday. Way before Who Are These Podcasts, Uncle Rico, all the others. We're the best. Also, we don't like Chad Zumok either. Oh my god. Anyway, let's take a look. Okay, so he's trying to do what they do, but he does it terribly on purpose. Just and then, you know, if you're watching this and going, oh God, this stinks. He doesn't have any flow. Yeah, it's supposed to be that way. At yesterday's show, October 11th, and find out what's the deal with the dabbler. John's nickname is the dabbler. Long story. Maybe one day we'll get into why that is. Doesn't matter. Also, before I forget, don't forget to like and subscribe. And- all right, now I'm not going to go through all this, obviously. But what Cardiff then does is he just plays John's show and doesn't really say a whole lot. And so for extended time, this happens. Now, when John was on his show, like I said, I was, I was saying hello to John. This is how Cardiff reacted when he saw that I was interacting with John. I unblock some people and I'm trying to... Did you unblock yeah, Cardiff? Yeah, well, I doubt this is really the Popak, but... It- See where it says Michael Popak, $1.99? Good luck tonight, buddy. John encourages people to give him $2 and he will say hi to you. That's, that's you know, one of the ways people try to make money by doing content. And, and he's very... Um, um, aggressive in trying to raise money for himself. It, it gets to be a little tedious and a little sad to some degree when you hear him describe um, some of, you know, some of his, uh, some of his efforts. If it is, thank you. Two bucks, Chris Derrickson. Yes. Why would Michael uh, Popak send you $2? Shag, the only thing he should be sending bucks. you is a bill. Cat. Eric Zane. Hi, Eric Zane. Uh, John Depp, Jacqueline <laughs> Chapman. Uh, okay. So thank you. Uh, someone sent that along. Um, I didn't expect it to uh, get back around so quickly, but I'm glad that it did. John's kind of a mess. Um, boy, there's there's a lot going on there. And the thing about John is... Uh, he probably, you know, he gets the shit kicked out of him constantly and all these people are taking advantage of his show and and making a lot of money off of him and how horrible his show is, which is really not that different than what happened with me because I was roasted on Who Are These Podcasts as well, the same way John was roasted. The problem with John is he took it horribly and he's threatened lawsuits and he gets super pissed off and shit like that and you know, I'm a fan, so I, like, reached out to Carl. And I was like, oh, you bastard. Oh, my God, this is so funny, though. So I kind of, like, leaned into it, you know. And John's never, ever considered that. Frankly, it's gotten to a point now that if I don't know if he could, if he could actually lean into it because now people kind of, like, hate the guy, you know. But I still kind of wish that he would actually, like, wave the white flag and say, all right, I want to kind of be on your side now. But he doesn't have that ability. It's just so dumb. Oh, my God. 
All right. Bill Murray. Ooh, boy, this is rough. Holy shit. Um, Boy, I haven't been paying attention to this story, but I guess he was on the set of a film called Being Mortal. And he walked up to some chick and started to molest her, make out with her, and, like, grope her. And he's admitted it. And now he's settled this case. Oh, my God. First of all, look at him. Look at his face. Jesus Christ. He looks like the type of old man mask that you put on, like uh, when Johnny Knoxville would put on that mask and try to act like an old man. That's what Bill Murray looks like to me. That is disgusting. Can you imagine being a 20-something-year-old chick just uh, trying to make her way in the movie industry and this old fucking pig comes up and starts making out with you? Because that's what happened. My God. After being accused of, quote, inappropriate behavior in April by a woman on the set of the film Being Mortal, Bill Murray has paid the much younger production assistant $100,000 in exchange for confidentiality and no further legal action. Boy, that is way too low. $100,000? I mean, this guy's a multimillionaire. You could have done it for a a million at least. What are you doing? $100,000? In April, Variety reported that a letter was sent to Aziz Ansari um, to the film team. Uh, Aziz directed it, stating that production cannot continue at this time due to an investigation to the allegation against Murray. Now, if you're Bill Murray and you're accused of this, um, I always thought you fucking deny till you die. You know, you just lie your ass off. Oh, that's bullshit. You know, you just throw that out there. But he didn't do that at all. He's like, oh, yeah, boy, different times. I guess I can't get away with that now. You mean there was a time when you could? Uh, Murray accused of grabbing an unnamed, much younger female production assistant near a production bed. Production bed. And kissing her on the mouth through masks. So they had masks on and he starts kissing her face. And also kissing her body while straddling her. Oh, my God. Uh, is he married? I always want to know this. Because I often wonder what it's like when he gets home. Um, I don't want to look for it. I don't, I don't know that he is. Because I can, I can just imagine how, how much you'd get your ass kicked. I mean, like if I, uh, let's say I, uh, um, you know, uh, I start making out with one of the ladies in the audience, okay? Um, and then I straddle her and then I go home and Diana's found out. I mean, she would beat the shit out of me. My God. Uh, per the report, the woman interpreted his actions as entirely sexual and was horrified. Well, yeah, fuck, by his actions. A second staffer saw it and reported it. Uh, according to the publication Puck, Puck cited sources that claimed that the case was settled out of court for $100,000, adding that the woman will maintain confidentiality 
and can no longer sue the producers of the film, Searchlight, and Disney. A lawyer for Bill Murray did not immediately return Rolling Stone's request for comment. Murray previously told CNBC that he was trying to joke around with him. And it was a uh, joke around with the woman, I should say. And it, quote, wasn't taken that way. He says, I did something I thought was funny. The world's different than, uh, than it was when I was a kid. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Uh, so I, he's admitting it right there. I did something I thought was funny. The world's different than it was than when it was when I was a little kid. Murray, Murray added at the time that he was very optimistic that he and the woman will make peace that would allow them to resume working together on the film. Lucy Liu previously accused Murray of inexcusable and unacceptable behavior on the set of 2000's Charlie's Angels, where she alleged Murray was hurling insults at her as she revealed in a 2021 interview with the LA Times. Well, I don't know. Maybe you're a big, fat bitch. Who knows? I don't know if you can, I don't know if, 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 a, if a and B are the same thing there. It doesn't sound like it, frankly. So maybe he's just an asshole. All right. Do not know if he's married. Don't want to take the time to look for it. If he is, though, my God. All right, we have a problem. On, uh, this is the second story about gender. Ooh, boy. So you got a lady who works at a hospital and her job is to like take referrals from patients and say, oh, okay. Uh, Okay. You got a bad knee. I'm referring you to the orthopedic surgeon. Oh my God. Yeah. This happened. All right. Yep. I'm referring you to the cancer specialist, the oncologist. Okay. Oh, I got another referral. Uh, this woman wants to become a man. Oh, I'm supposed to refer you to like the gender reassignment doc or vice, vice versa. It could be a, a man becoming a woman, woman becoming a man. I mean, nowadays, I mean, everybody's doing this surgery. Like by the end of the year, we're all going to switch genders. We all know that. Uh, it's, it's very becoming very, very common. Uh, I know a person right now who is uh, beginning the process, actually two, I know two people who are beginning the process. Uh, A man is going to become a woman and a woman is going to become a man. We're talking hormone treatments, surgery, the whole damn deal. And, um, you know, for years, people were afraid to even come out of the closet because of the backlash. But now everybody's gay. Everybody's coming out of the closet. And then they're getting, they're uh, uh, being emboldened to actually like, boy, not only am I gay, but I hate being a dude. I am so uncomfortable being a dude. I want to be a woman. And oh my God. And I take it back off the top of my head. I now know three, three people personally that have or are doing this right now. So if you haven't yet started to wrap your mind around this being a regular occurrence, you are behind uh, the, 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 the whole thing. It's, it's, it's happening in front of our eyes, okay? Um, I imagine there are probably some of you in the audience right now who are stressed out and bothered by your gender. And 
all you want to do is gather up the courage to either get your boobs cut off, get a ding-dong, or cut your ding-dong off, or whatever it is that you do, okay? And I am here to support you in that. I love all of you. This lady at this hospital works right around here. When she, okay, she would get like a gender, okay, this person needs a gender assignment doc. And she said, I'm not doing that. And then the boss says, well, wait a minute, what are you talking about? Yeah, I know it's my job to get this transgender person to the right position, but I refuse. And the doc said, well, you can't refuse. That's your job. And she goes, well, it's against my free speech. And uh, the doc said, well, fuck you. Uh, that, that doesn't count here. Get this person to the right physician. No. And so they fired her. As they should. And now this fucking bitch is suing the hospital because they're saying that they're uh, keeping her from uh, her constitutional right to free speech. Audio check, video check. Let's get into this. Representing a physician assistant who was fired, say University of Michigan Health West violated her religious rights when she refused to provide referrals to gender reassignment surgeries. He says Kyle Mitchell is in the newsroom with what she's alleging and the response from the hospital system. Kyle? Brian, the former employee's attorney says that she was treated unfairly and her rights were violated. The case was filed just yesterday with the federal court in Grand Rapids. U of M Health West is facing a new lawsuit from a woman who worked there for 17 years. My client is Valerie Klosterman. She is a wonderful physician assistant. Attorney Kayla Tony says her client's religious rights. She's a strong Christian. She's very. Pause right there. Anytime I meet anyone who identifies as strong Christian tells me they are not. Involved in her local church. And First Amendment rights. I'm a strong Christian. Oh, really? What makes you strong? Is it the judgmental attitude? Violated after the You're clearly not a strong Christian. Fuck off. The system became part of the University of Michigan. Quit fucking hijacking Christianity. I hate people that hijack Christianity and hide behind that. Yeah, but I'm a strong Christian. In health system, and she was required to go through diversity and inclusion training. When she raised um, some questions with HR about this training and asked for a religious accommodation, um, they insulted her religious beliefs. They called her evil. They tried to pressure her into um, violating her beliefs more by. Yeah, I wouldn't have done any of that. I just said, oh, really? Get the fuck out of here. Referring patients for sex altering surgeries and drugs. Tony You see, if I were in that job, I wish I was in that job because I would be the best at that job. Okay. I would be so happy that I get to see all these people. All right. This guy is getting his dick cut off. Oh my God. Congratulations on your dick removal. I would be so happy for these people. I would be so supportive of them. Client's free speech rights were violated by the hospital system requiring the use of certain pronouns. The free speech claim comes in where they wanted her to. Okay, so she's doing free speech and religion. She's hiding behind the religion thing because she's a good, strong Christian, and she's hiding behind the Constitution. Use pronouns that conflicted with human biology. Um, and Yeah, like Kenny. Compelling her to speak. Kenny's like, I support her. 
I'll, I'll support her because I don't use pronouns. Those pronouns um, not only violated her faith, but also her medical judgment. The complaint alleges the hospital responded by calling her evil and stating that she would be adding to gender dysphoria-related suicides. Professor Michael McDaniel with Cooley Law School says the nice drone view. physician's assistant has an uphill battle and that the cases cited in the complaint are different from what happened here. This is a big brain lawyer saying that this lady is fucked. The entire purpose of the First Amendment, uh, whether we're talking about the free speech clause or the free exercise clause, the entire purpose of the First Amendment was to assure tolerance of others. <laughs> um, that not only do we get to, to speak what we believe to be our truths and our beliefs, but others get to do so as well. And that we're not going to punish others. There you go. So, uh, the University of Michigan Hospital was uh, following a policy, it appears, of uh, embracing and, and permitting all to the hospital. Easy. The hospital system declined an interview, but did send us a brief statement saying that they're committed to caring for all patients while also respecting the religious beliefs of their employees. There you go. Newsroom Kyle Mitchell, News 8. So they fired her and she's like, no way. I shouldn't be fired. I'm going to sue you. Kenny says, sounds like she's from the hate group formerly known as the Westboro Baptist Church. Then he writes, WTF, Eric. I think he's referring to when I, I was indicting him. Kenny, haven't you had a um, haven't you had a long run of um, uh, uh, historically bigoted uh, comments when it comes to gender on this show? Haven't we actually witnessed that on display here more than once? Or am I getting that wrong? Perhaps I should allow you the opportunity to explain yourself because I could have swore, weren't you the one that did the old born a girl? She's a girl. Hello. Hey, Kenny, how are you? Uh, to be honest, I'm kind of having a, a shit day. Well, I don't, I don't like that. Well, you didn't help earlier. Freaking give me a timeout. What are you talking about? What am I talking about? <laughs> I haven't given I haven't given out one timeout today. You're so full of shit. Did you, you get a timeout? You did. When Kyle was uh, first starting up, I I I don't. Well, I didn't actually click on anything. I know I was having I was scrambling. There was a lot of issues going on. Perhaps I did something that I didn't mean to. Wait a minute. You actually gave me a timeout without realizing it? Are you being 100% honest right Absolutely. now? Absolutely. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> you totally did. So basically, you owe me one. <laughs> um, I even came back from the timeout, like, copying and pasting the last thing I said. <laughs> oh, I don't, I don't, I have no recollection. <laughs> I, I, I've been uh, um, kind of not really looking at the comments as much as I normally do on a, on a given day, but holy shit. Okay, well, all right. Yeah, Tyler was waiting for you to blow up on me. <laughs> oh, wow, okay. Um, I, I was saying, like, way to take the blame for Kyle this week. <laughs> oh, yeah, so you thought that that's what did it? I was like, that, what? I was like, what was so bad about that? This has been going on for months. He always has issues. We're always kind of <laughs> right, fun yeah. about it. Yeah, yeah. 
No, no, so, yeah. I don't. That I don't. was a real WTF moment. <laughs> Can you imagine if the last thing you said was, um, you know, something really sweet? Like, uh, uh, I, I love puppy dogs and Jesus, or I love my, I love my kids. Yeah. That's then, hilarious. Then I, man. I can't you. believe like, it must be really easy to click on the thing that gives us the time out. Then. It is. So let me ask you this though. Um, you know, here I have got this story. I'm expecting to see you say, well, born a woman, she's a woman, or that's what I'm referring to her. I don't, man. I don't blow up the comments with that kind of crap. You have, you've done. That's you right. Where do you think? Com- no, no, no. Where do you I think have, I got it I from? Stated, I have stated like what I personally believe, but also I believe that uh, you know I shouldn't be out there trying to tell other people how to live their lives Kenny, and tell them what to do. That's not me, Kenny. Did I make it up that you wrote that? I'm, I'm, I don't think I've ever, you, you never quote me right. You always oh, skew it a little bit. Kenny, where do you think I got this from? Do you think I just pulled it out of my asshole? Of course you wrote it. You're saying, no, 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 born no. a you're girl, it's a girl. You're bad at getting quotes right. I don't know. All right. Well, okay. You've, uh, but e- even if you did, you seem to have uh, 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 planted your flag in, in, in what you planted it in. So I'm going to have to take that. Okay. Well, I mean, you know, if you want me to tell you, I don't personally believe that genetically and DNA-wise that there is any way to change your gender. Like, that's what I believe. So, I mean, I'm not out there telling other people, hey, you shouldn't do this or you shouldn't believe this. Well, you should live your life the way I but No, those are the worst kinds of people. You know, there are things biologically that can happen to a person that can make them be um wanting to be a woman when they are a man born a man but have but they they it's it's a horrible mental issue because of the uh, um uh, constraints of the human being as it grows in utero and then and progresses through genetically could be a woman but not and and there's also people who are intersexed intersexed are people who actually have genitals inside of their body I know right. someone who had that. Yeah, so, I know you've mentioned before. Right. I don't know if you remember naming the person, but you did. And, and I remember that. And I also don't know what that's like. I have no idea what well, that's like. I, I was not, using that as, I, I, I know that. I was using that as an example of yeah. how people, well, you know what I mean? That goes, that goes back to where I'm saying I'm not some kind of like expert and going to be trying to tell people what they need to do with their lives. I'm just telling you from my perspective and, yeah, my but you can't. The you way can't. I was brought up, but and you know, you can't though, because it, that's like saying, "No, no, I'm sorry, man. I believe that God doesn't make mistakes." Listen to me. So, L- listen to me. You interrupted me. That's like saying, uh, <laughs> "It's like you saying my car runs on water," and then I say to you, "No, here," and I put gas in it, and it runs, and then you say, "No, but it still runs on water." I'm just telling you that you're saying, I believe this, and I'm like, well, that isn't the way it is, and here's example A, B, and C, and then you go, even though I've given you unbelievable proof that it is, in fact, a thing. You lost me on car running on water, dude. What? (laughs) Okay. Well, go back and listen to it. You're obviously dumb. Oh, I'm obviously dumb. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> All right. Um, Cole is telling me that I should do something to you. Uh, oh. 
<laughs> so I just wanted to let you know that that's coming. Thank you for your time. And, what? <laughs> and, and you are awesome. Thank you so much. All right. All right, All right I'm going to ban him right now. He's banned for 10 minutes. I was having a good day. <laughs> you gave me a time out. That sounds like something a little kid would say. I was having a good day, and I had to go with time out. <laughs> that was the only thing that was bothering him. I, I started out okay. I, I won $10 million in the lottery, but... You put me in a timeout. What are we going to do? <laughs> I don't even know what the fuck you're talking about. Timeout. I'm going to give you a timeout because you said a timeout ruined your day. That you're hurt. Oh, my God. I got to I gotta do that more often. That's awesome. Uh, Cole describes it as a muscle memory timeout. Yeah, see the name? Give it a timeout. I mean, he's the clubhouse leader of timeout. I'm really hurt. Okay. Uh, Patreon comes up a little bit later on. Looking forward to that. As always, patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Now it is time for the asshole of the day. The world famous asshole of the day. Yesterday, it was our pal Dirk, who though he's been going on and on and on about don't give Eric something to talk about on his podcast. Uh, ignore him. Ignore him. He sends me an out of the blue uh, uh, email making fun of me about hurting myself with a chainsaw. Weird. Well, congrats. You made asshole of the day. Uh, today's asshole of the day. Let's see. I'm going to be doing the basketball thing tonight. March Madness, I guess. No, not March Madness. Uh, Midnight Madness with the Aquinas Saints. Alex Jones, $965 million verdict uh, punishment against him. I doubt he'll pay a dime. Let's see here. That uh, has me focused. I'm going to park this time on Alex Jones. Fans are the assholes of the day. Brought to you by TC Paintball. Thank you so much, tcpaintballgr.com. Paintball War number 20 comes up in just over a week. I will be an easy target limping around. If I even play at all, fuck. It hurts so bad. Putting on a shoe is a problem. Kyle says it should be dumb Christian bitch. Yeah, I like that. I'm going to take it back. Alex Jones fans have done it before. This is a rare changing of the asshole of the day. God don't make mistakes. That's the dumbest thing anyone could ever possibly say. Are you saying he's a mistake maker? Uh, shut up.
your emotional outbursts are a mistake. Time out! <laughs> Dumb Christian bitch is your asshole of the day. Congratulations uh, to that lady. Stevie says, Kenner, Kenny literally said none of that. What are you talking about? Yeah, he did. He said, God, don't make mistakes. Did you not hear it? What am I missing? I don't know. I, I shouldn't try to communicate with you guys because it's always like two or three minutes behind. Still love you, though. All right, folks. Till next time, I'll talk to you. Have a great rest of your day. Talk to you on the Patreon. Bye-bye. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. 